Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. It's Friday, you made it, but I'm not the dude you thought you made it with. Is that is that a, uh, is that, that off-putting? Is that a bad way to start the show? Can Love we it. reverse it? Rewind that long glory. Hey, it's Mark Aram and the Bananas in for the conservative Viking, Eric Erickson, whom, sources tell me, can I get it on the air, what he's doing? Yeah. He Fly me. fishing? Yep. In the Chattahooch? Or? Yeah. Really? Yeah, up north. Oh, all right. Way up north, I hope. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not off of Cumberland Boulevard. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Right. a little farther north. <laughs> all right, than that. good, good. Uh, so, Mark Airman, gang, with you till six in the p.m. and then word on the street is going to be on from six to eight. And Shelley Winter said, uh, four-hour happy hour tonight on uh, WSB Radio from four to eight. We are going to have some fun. Uh, speaking of fun, comedian Steve Burns going to join us next hour. Uh, he's at the Punchline this weekend. Uh, Brittany from all around Atlanta. I'm going to take on Chuck, uh, guest the follower with a chance to win. Uh, a, not you, Chuck. You can't win, but a listener could win a $100 Visa gift card. Uh, so we're going to have some fun tonight. It's Friday. Traffic's bad, of course. Uh, but as I was driving in today, by the way, the, the worst part of the commute in when I'm filling in for Erickson, it, as opposed to coming in for the Mark Aram show, which is 6 to 8, it's school bus time. Like the school's back. I haven't I haven't been behind a school bus in a year. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And I was like, oh school and they were like people don't know how to react anymore around the school buses. Anyway, I'm driving in, listening to Chris Chandler's news, and I heard a WSP Capital reporter Sandra Paris give an update uh, to the uh, possibility of online gambling being legalized in Georgia. Joining us live after her stellar efforts under the gold dome. It is Sandra Parrish. How are you, Sandra? I'm great, Mark. How are you? X, are you still are you still downtown? Are you still at work? I'm still slaving away under the gold dust. Look at you on a Friday working late. Um, so just to, real briefly, um, you know, I've been covering this story or the possibility of this story for years of any kind of gambling in Georgia. Uh, it's the online gambling bill, and the update today is what. So it passed the state Senate today, and it is a constitutional amendment. So if it makes it through the entire process, Georgia voters would be able to have a say on whether to legalize online sports betting, which they may, the sponsors of the bill maintain that it's something Georgians are already doing. Some 2 billion people are already doing this. So basically it would legalize it, and then the proceeds from sports betting would go, uh, under their version, would go to um, half of it would go to fund a needs-based scholarship, um, and then a portion would go to rural hospitals and to rural high-speed internet around Georgia. Interesting. And, and the proponents of this for years have been saying, just let the people vote on it, right? Like, don't make judgment for them. Let them vote on it. And this would allow uh, everyday Joes and Marys like me and you to actually vote whether or not we want to legalize online gambling. 
That's right. And now this is opposed to this the state house version, which has yet to come up for a vote. And Monday is crossover day, by the way. So that's the last day a bill can make it out of one chamber to, to get through the other in time for the end of the session. The House version is not a constitutional amendment. It is just an up or down uh, majority rules vote. And so that money would go to fund the Hope Scholarship. And so there's going to be a lot of finagling going on between now and the end of the session. What we finally see, the constitutional amendment would not have to be signed by the governor, whereas a state, a statute, a state law would be. WSB Capital Reporter Sandra Paris joining us on the Mark Aram Show. I, I'm, I'm looking into my crystal ball and I'm seeing this thing just collapsing because there's no reconciliation between the, the Senate and the House on where the money's going to go. Because I know hope, everyone wants, you know, loves hope and wants hope to be fully funded. Uh, I could see that being a major stumbling block. Yeah, and you know, so the Georgia lottery would be under that the House version, and I'm assuming the Senate's version too. The, the Georgia lottery would be the one who would run it, and so if they just did the bill in the state house, you know that the the lottery proceeds would go to fund the Hope Scholarship and Georgia Pre-K. And so when you do a constitutional amendment, they can actually designate the funding, and they've designated those three things I just mentioned: the needs-based scholarship. Um, hospitals and uh, rural broadband, rural high-speed internet. How does support or opposition to this fall along party lines? Is is there a prevailing wind one way or the other? Well, because you have the Democrats on board over in the state Senate with that needs base. For years, Dem- Democrats have wanted a needs-based scholarship. They don't feel like uh, there's enough Georgians, low-income Georgians, that uh, benefit from the Hope Scholarship. So they want a needs base. And you know, every time there's a, a gambling bill coming up, whether it's horse racing, whether it's casinos and now sports betting, um, they always manage to get Democrats on board because they want that needs-based scholarship. Now, the House version does not have it in it. And so that's just... And that's that actually is one reason I think why it was pulled from the calendar two days this week already. Um, it was expected to come up for a vote, and they didn't have the Democrats on board because it did not include anything for the needs base, and it also didn't include um, uh, contracts for minority vendors, which I think that's part of the Senate's um, enabling legislation. They, you always have to have a state statute that goes along with a constitutional amendment. It's kind of inside baseball, but that would lay out exactly where all the money would go to and who would benefit from it and so on. WSB Sandra Parrish, hang tight. One WSB Capitol reporter Sandra Parrish joining us on the Mark Aram Show in for Eric Erickson. I know, listen, I've actually, I know lobbyists that have been working to try to get casinos here in Georgia. This, I know this is a different thing, but I know there's a lot of interested parties. Has there been internal polling on how Georgians would vote if given the opportunity to, to give a thumbs up or thumbs down on online gambling? As far as the sports betting goes, I think there have been polls out there that, that, that people do support it. And like I said, you know, apparently there's 2 billion Georgians, if you, you know, whoever you talk to who's sponsoring the bills around here, they're saying 2 billion Georgians are currently doing it. So I do see um, support among the general public for that. Now, casinos and horse racing are different stories. And, you know, horse racing just fell to a sound defeat in a uh, House committee earlier this week, and they didn't even bring casinos up this session. So, I think they're kind of they're they're hedging their bets, so to say, all on sports betting passing this year. That the the uh, that uh, bill you're talking about there provided the greatest audio clip so far of 2021. <laughs> it did. Was it a chocolate covered frog? Is that what he's? That, it did. I can I can probably find that for you um, if you'd like to hear that again. I, I would like find that uh, audio, and I'm going to give you my my opinion real quick, folks. Here, um, I don't gamble on sports. I don't do it. I used to, and I said, well, I'm not very good at this, and I stopped doing it. Uh, but I know a lot of people that do it. I mean, a ton of people that do it. A lot of people in my social uh, circle. Some people here at work. 
And they're doing it whether uh, via a, an online, uh, outside the country, an offshore book, or you know, or 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 Johnny uh, Johnny the Fish, Nikki the Fish, the 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 guy that takes bets and then breaks your legs. And it's really bad to do that. Uh, so I am for it again. Personal responsibility, personal freedom, let you do it. Uh, and and as far as George is concerned, that's a lot of that's billions of dollars that. We see people in Pennsylvania and New Jersey and Las Vegas that where it has gambling legalized online gambling. Delaware, uh, there the the states are making a ton of money, so I'm thumbs up on it. You have that audio clip for us? I Andy? do, I do. Okay, so this this has to do with <laughs> horse racing and paramutual betting, and this is Representative Randy Nix. People, what we're being asked to do is we're asked, being asked to eat a frog. It's a big old nasty, ugly, slimy <laughs> frog, but. Since it's not appetizing, we're going to dip it in some chocolate. We're going to have a chocolate-covered, big old nasty, slimy, <laughs> ugly green frog that they still want us to eat. So it's time to just get this charade over. Let's vote this thing down, and let's move on to do something that's good for Georgia rather than putting this pie in the sky and trying to get people all hyped up as if we're going to take care of South Georgia. This will not take care of South Georgia. So what? there you go. The first time I think I've ever used the analogy of a chocolate frog, frog. In, in anything describing legislation down here. Why is he trying to cancel Kermit the Frog? I don't understand. Kermit Kermit is uh, not slimy and, and gross. He's, he's a cute little frog. All right, real quick, Sandra. Um, before Siney die, this has to get crossed over. And uh, any any guess which way the winds are blowing, if this thing will, will come out of uh, the... Well, the so this... The sports betting it has crossed over. It passed today, and so it's crossed over. Um, the, the House will probably vote on its version on Monday, but um, as long as one version of it passes before crossover day or by crossover day, there's still a chance for it. And, you know, we, we say everything needs to, to happen by crossover day, but really nothing ever dies until midnight on day 40. There are things you can amend other bills on to. You know, as long as it's a similar code section in Georgia law, you can amend things. So nothing is ever really dead until midnight on day 40. All right, Sandra, uh, unless you have more work to do, I, I hereby release you. You can go home and start your weekend, buddy. Well, I will I will shortly. I should mention, though, a bill that just passed in the State House that our listeners have, have cared deeply about is uh, daylight savings. Um, the State House just passed a bill that would, would put Georgia on daylight savings time year-round pending congressional approval and you may recall uh, just the other day the state senate passed its own version that would keep georgia on standard time year round apparently you don't have to get congressional approval to do that so it would put georgia on standard time and then if and when congress voted to put us on daylight savings time we would go to that year round i i have no opinion on this i can't do the math in my head what it would mean to you and me i know that the studies say it's better to do just stick with one year time one, stick with one. and that's that's yeah that's the idea whether who who's right or wrong they just want to stick with one the problem is if if we do this like i mentioned the other day uh on the show like the New England states want to go to Atlantic time. So we're we're very close to having 42 time zones in the United States of America. Like Cobb County's like, hey, we're Cobb. We're going to go Pacific. I want to be the, we want to be in the Pacific time zone. All right, so interesting stuff. We'll follow that as well. Sandra, great uh, job as always. Thanks for joining us here on well, Atlanta's Evening News. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, all right, a lot to digest there. I, I don't know. I'm for the, I'm not going to gamble online. I'm not. I'm just, I've learned my lesson. Never? I'm not going to, no. Here, not uh, even like a one-time, just say, eh, let's, let's see what happens. But here's what like I might do. Like, the, I like those prop bets. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to bet on, oh, the Hawks minus seven. Or, right. You know, yeah, or the you. Braves. You know, but like on the Super Bowl, it was like, well, 
who scores the first touchdown? Yeah. And it's like 800 to 1, like, oh, uh, Enrico Palazzo will score the first touchdown. Like, I might dabble in that, but I, I, I did gambling online. I did gambling in person, and I'm just not good at it. But I, I don't, I don't want to hold anyone else up from the freedom to do that. And people are doing it anyway. Your thoughts on that update, if you are uh, for or again uh, online gambling legalized here in the state of Georgia, uh, closer to actually become a possibility. And I really like the fact that we as Georgians might actually get to vote on it. And the reps just won't decide for us. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, Mark Aram in for Eric Erickson, Atlanta's Evening News, always on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Back after this. <laughs> 64 gorgeous degrees on Peachtree Street. I think it's a 10 on the Mellish meter. I'm going to ring that bell anyway for Kirk Mellish. He's a full forecast coming up. Mark Aram in for Eric Erickson. Uh, Georgians listening right now. Or, you know, Eric's got listeners all over the world. Uh... A lot of folks in Norway listen online, Sweden. Um, a lot of the Nordic countries. Nordic countries, yeah. Finland. Finland, right there, I knew, yes. I couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> so wherever you're listening, thank you. But it's beautiful here in Atlanta. Uh, what do you think, Chuck? If, if given the chance to vote for online gambling, would you vote thumbs up or thumbs down on that? Oh, online gambling, 100%. You, go, you vote yes for that? Absolutely. All right, that's Charles Thomas III from The Revenant, our political advisor. Uh, the Stoic uh, Longoria. Yes, oh, definitely. Vote yes. Oh, De- yeah. Deborah Green. I'm for any kind of producer. gambling. I don't care what it is. Sure, I don't care if people gamble. But, All right. Yeah. But yeah. would you be motivated to go out and vote, or you just don't care either way? That I mean, might be the bigger issue. I, I try to vote every election that we have. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of places where people can't vote, so I make it a point to do that. It, yeah. it, rarely have I missed one, so All yes, right. I'll go out and vote. Um, would you Would you vote uh, yes or no, uh, folks, uh, in Georgia? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, this is a pretty interesting story. I didn't know if, uh, if you knew this, guys, but today is Employee Appreciation Day. Okay. I oh. mean, there's there's funky days for every day, yeah. you know. I saw uh, an email they sent us that said, hey, thanks yeah, for working. That's the only reason I knew about it. They're, like, mm-hmm. the, the corporate bigwigs are like, happy employee. For the record, you are not my employees. Like, no. I'm not your boss. So no. if you were expecting gifts no. or anything, it's not happening. I'm not. They're waiting for our gift card, so I'm not. Oh, yeah. There <laughs> yeah, were donuts yeah, yeah, in yeah, the, um, the newsroom earlier. Chris Camp brought in yeah. uh, donuts yeah. from Dandy Donuts this morning. Oh. I went Monday through Friday eating seven carbs total. And then I had three donuts this morning. Nice. I went off the reservation hey, so far. You got to eat some for uh, me. Uh, so this is uh, this is interesting. I want to talk about this more next half hour. Um, ZipRecruiter. We've all heard of ZipRecruiter, whatever, the online mm-hmm. get a job kind of place. Uh, they uh, talk to uh, companies and workers to find out the best incentives or the most popular incentives provided by employers on ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, there's, there's a list of 15. I'm going to go through a couple of them, and I'll finish when we come back after okay. the break. Uh, 15, company happy hours. Company happy hours is an incentive. I don't know. Does the company pick up the drink tab there? Probably. Or... Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when people used to be in the building, you'd see them go across the street yeah. to whatever that place was, and yes. they'd get all drinks together. Yeah. I don't know if the company ever paid for that, unless it was like a going away mm, thing for- I think it was department stuff, yeah. Yeah. When, like when we had a going away thing for Kathy Bates, mm. and everyone got hammered. Our boss takes the river staff out every once in a while. Yeah, you yeah. have a good boss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fourteen. These are the uh, what what employees look for when getting recruited, like bonuses uh, on Employment Appreciation Day, film nights. I don't know. I have no. I, I have no desire to watch it. By the way, I did not watch. Not with anybody. Coming to America here. last night. I did not stay up <laughs> until midnight to watch it. But I, I have no desire to watch movies with you guys. No. No, no offense or anybody. Maybe Nicole Bennett. 
She she's fun. We have a similar sense of humor. Maybe Alex Williams, so I can describe what's going on in the movie. She's like, Mark, who's that? Is that the bad guy? Is that the same guy from before? No, Alex, that's a different guy. Hold Does on. he do that? No, I have, oh. I, have, I have no idea. <laughs> I just figured he doesn't know food. He might not know oh, movies. Okay, uh, gym memberships. That, yes. would, that would be huge, right? Yes, yes. Allegedly, when we moved into this building in 1998, Clark Howard offered to uh, buy all the gym equipment. Oh, if we really? would have a, a gym here. Man. And the company's like, no, we're not putting a gym in the building. Which makes no difference to me or Longoria. It yeah. impacts us zero. Oh, but healthy employees don't get sick. Un- understood, but it's obviously a big blow to Deborah and Chuck. All right, uh, more on Employment uh, Appreciation Day. The things that uh, folks look for when finding a new job that is an incentive. And will you vote for online gambling? Come on, people. Yes or no? You're going to get the option, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mark Aram for Eric Erickson on 95.5 WSB. Yo, what up, y'all? It's Jermaine Dupree, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, y'all know what this is. 4.38, 20, 20, uh, 20, 20, I am so tired. 22 minutes in front of 5 o'clock. Mark Aram for Eric Erickson. Normally, during the Mark Aram show, I get two extra hours of sleep, and I'm not usually that tired. So, uh, But we're here with you till 6. And I am going to do what I got to do to keep you informed and entertained on your ride home. I'm going to get back to the list of uh, the best uh, incentives that uh, employers can offer their employees uh, because it's, it's uh, National Appreciation Day, Employee Appreciation Day. Uh, let me give you one more. Uh, number 10. This is one I would love. And they're, they're kind of like that here. Dog-friendly offices. That'd be good. There were periods where I was not allowed to bring Bosco. In <laughs> yeah. One we period. don't want to talk about that, yeah. that time As period. long as it's not overrun. But, you know, a dog or two here yeah. there would be nice. I, I, dogs make everyone happier. I don't know if you can bring a cat in. I don't know if a cat would want to come in, but pet-friendly office. So I'll go down the list in just a second. But I want to know from you, Georgians, if you have the opportunity to vote on an online gambling bill, would you vote uh, yes or no? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Al's in Gainesville. Al, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, top of the day, man. Uh, my vote, I can't believe I'm going to say this, for online would be yes. And my rationale is is because uh, professional sporting events become uh, kind of a hot spot for human trafficking. You know, not to mention any events, you know, but that's that's my that's my rationale for saying yes. What what is I, I connect the dots for me? I'm a little confused on on how those. Yeah, yes. So the num- uh, So I, I'm told by uh, um, friends that are in the in the industry mm-hmm. for helping girls that are sex trafficked. The Masters in the United States, when the Masters is going on, not picking on the Masters, incredible, incredible event, but it is an attraction. It is a hot spot for sex trafficking oh during gosh. that event. Same, really? same thing with, yeah, same thing with the Super Bowl, same thing with big sporting events. It's absolute hotbed. It's, it's a, you know, that, so I'm So like, how, how would online it, gambling help uh, curb that? Well, my, my thought would be is, that, you know, let them, let them stay home and, um, you know, keep to themselves. Or keep someplace else okay. instead of uh, you know coming into our state, state or um, you know but, you know I, I, there's got to be some way to do this. You know we've got some gambling things that are in legislation sure. right now. What, what I, what what you, when you brought up the professional sports and thanks for the call, Al. It's like professional sports teams are now partnering with like DraftKings and all these online. I mean, it's becoming a thing now. Uh, the the marriage between sports and gambling is In a, the UK, I mean, every single uh, soccer team yeah. is sponsored by like these bet sure. companies. Sure. And, and people, I don't if you don't know anyone that's gambling online, 
you, you're they're lying to you because I think everyone knows someone. They might not admit they're doing it. Everyone's betting online right now. Not everyone, but we all know someone that is. Trent's up next on the program. What's going on, Trent? Um, yeah, my my thought is that uh, everybody's doing it, so why not just go ahead and let them uh, make it legal? Yeah, and and, and if you, even if you don't uh, gamble online or bet on sports online, like I, I'm not going to do it. I might dabble, like Longoria said, but it's not going to be a, a daily thing for me. People that don't bet online. We're going to get the benefit of those that are betting online, right? That, those tax dollars yeah. will go to subsidize whether it's hope or need-based scholarships or internet in uh, rural areas. So, I mean, even if you don't gamble online, you will see the benefit of it, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, just like I don't play the lottery, but uh, yeah, exactly. My kids benefited from it. <laughs> yeah, your kids, your kids uh, went to college for free because Longoria likes those scratch-offs. And the, uh, the other thing I want to say was that in terms of the daylight saving time, I'd vote for. Uh, Standard time, but I don't think they're going to let me choose. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. What, what What are we in right now, Deborah? We're in standard time right now. <laughs> I don't know if I like this better. So daylight saving, you have more light at the end of the day. You know, the longer days like summertime, where it's still nine o'clock in light. Where now it gets dark kind of earlier. Like yeah, yeah. All right, give me later. Right. Whatever yeah. that is, give right. me later That's in the day. Well, but but if you stayed daylight saving time all winter, then it would be dark until like seven nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Again, with I, I shouldn't be allowed to vote on that because with my schedule, you know, I'm up at three. It doesn't matter for I'm you. I'm up at three in the morning. Yeah. I don't. It's never light then. And yeah. So, but you guys figure it out. I don't know. I would like to not switch. Switching is annoying, and it causes deaths on the roads because every time you do the time change, traffic is horrible. This morning, I don't know if you guys saw. It, it was horrible this morning. We had red. We had five red alerts. Another shooting on the interstate, and at the end of the, the show, we had a fire in Brookhaven, a structure fire, and Doug was filling it for smiling, and Doug was the only reporter up over it, right, Doug? You were there, sure. um, and it turns out that it, it was the post-Brookhaven Apartments. They've just recently changed their name to MAA Apartments, but it's post-Brookhaven. Everyone knows it at post-Brookhaven, and I lived there back in 1998, so I'm on Channel 2 this morning. I'm like, I think that's post-Brookhaven, and I lived there. And Linda Stouffer, who anchors on Channel 2, she's like, I lived there in 1998, too. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, discussing the uh, online gambling bill and the fact that we might actually, as Georgians, get a chance to vote on the uh, issue. Walter joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Walter. Hey, how's it going, guys? First-time caller. Welcome aboard. Thank you. I wanted to share my feelings on the uh, voting for the gambling. Uh, let, let me first say I, I, I've been living in, in Atlanta for last 20 years, but my hometown is Louisville, Kentucky. So needless to say, I love horse racing. Churchill Downs used to be my, my second home. So I've been waiting for a long time for vote, uh, betting to, to uh, come to, uh, to Georgia, so I can't wait to vote. Yeah, but according to Sandra, so I, I'm indifferent. If they want to have horse racing, they can do it, but I don't think that's gonna that's not going to happen anytime soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know, I know, I know. I've uh, my, my grandfather, when I was young, used to take me to the track um, on Long Island. I forgot the name of it. And as an adult, I went to Saratoga Springs, New York, to the track there. It's a fun time. Oh yeah, we had one in San Antonio. That was yeah. not too far from our house. We would just go there on a Saturday night. Just I just to, yeah, we had one. I don't know how much gamble. money they can make. Like they have them in Alabama. Maybe we'll get Sanjay on, but I don't think they're huge revenue generators. 
not like you know Churchill Downs obviously is, but if you throw a horse track in Albany, Georgia, I don't know how much revenue that's gonna gonna generate for folks. Uh, Don's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Don. Hey, how you doing? What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, first time caller. Um, it, you know, I don't gamble. I don't care either way. I know people who do, family, friends, whatever. I've never gambled a dime, but you know, it's it's a free, it's a voluntary tax. So yeah, exactly. If somebody's, willing, if somebody's willing to throw their money away, throw it towards something worthwhile. And uh, I don't know what taxes, what uh, concern that would go towards in the state. But whatever goes towards, that's money I don't have. My thoughts exactly. And so there's two there's two bills right now. One, the money generated would go to Hope Scholarship, like the Georgia Lottery. And the other one, I believe, Don, had a list of things. But it, it was kind of like uh, a potpourri of stuff, like uh, high-speed Internet for rural areas and other things like that. Other things that you and I won't have to pay for. You know, right, like, yeah. Right. So I'm all for that. What's, what's funny is I am friends with a professional gambler. Like that is his. Like you can do that for a living. I am not saying you should do it. Don't re- I don't recommend doing it. Um, but there are people that that's their living. They're called sharps, Longoria. Sharps. S H A R P S. And and that you know I'll be out to dinner with him, and he'll pull out well pre pandemic, and he'll pull out his laptop and be like, hold on, I gotta get some bets in, and he'll throw like six bets of five thousand dollars each online. Like you're buying dinner, dude. You know what? You crazy? You spent thirty thousand dollars. It depends on if I win or not. WNBA games. You're paying. You're paying for dinner. WNBA. Uh, we're coming back. More of your calls. Would you vote yes or no if uh, you were presented the opportunity to do so on an- online sports betting in Georgia? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk. Mark Araman for Eric Erickson on ninety-five point five WSB. Via the Piccadilly text line, our old buddy Fisher uh, reminds me that it was Belmont, Belmont racetrack in uh, New York that my grandfather used to take me to. I had a good time. I just remember that whole place stunk of uh, manure and cigars. It was horse manure and old dude smoking cigars. Potpourri. Yeah, kind of like Chuck's Musk. Mm-hmm. Of, like uh, eating pizza and drinking beer elk steak and uh, Kroger hot dogs. It there was you go. yeah, it was very refreshing. Uh, 404-872-0750. Block A is in Roswell. Blake, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey there, Mark. I just uh, I wanted to give you guys a, just to kind of give you a different opinion. Uh, I'm a recovered compulsive uh, gambler. Oh, you got and, out of uh, it though. I'm out of it, man. And good, what I want to tell you and what I want to say is gambling is a lie. Um, gambling doesn't work the way that the casinos want uh, the average person to think that uh, the gambling works. Um, and so, like I said, I just want us to also think about the fact that the people pushing this and, and the people that want this here in Atlanta, here in Georgia, um, may not necessarily have the, the citizens, the families, the mothers and fathers, the people out there um, have their interest at, the, at, at heart, really. 100%. So, 100% true. But I will say this. So, Blake, you were – addicted to gambling before uh, it was legalized, right? I mean, people are, are addicted to gambling now, and it's not legal. That's right. Yeah. yeah, people find ways to do it. I think that one thing we have to be cautiously aware of, though, is making it such a socially acceptable thing because it leads to problems. Indeed. So, what, how did, well, if you don't mind me asking, what was your rock bottom? What was your moment where you're like, all right, this is uh, I'm an addict and i got to stop doing it? It would have to be, um, you know, I've been telling myself for some time it would stop. Um, and I was expecting a child, 
Uh, and I had told myself that by the time my child was here, uh, I would be able to, to, to wrap this thing up, be done with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I'll, I have to tell you, I suffered through an entire year after my son was here of not being present, not being able to give my family the kind of resources they needed. Um, and, I, and I thank God now. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a solid year away from it. Gamblers Anonymous has changed my life. So anybody listening, gamblersanonymous.org. Good for you. Um, we're, I'm a, uh, I mean, I, I just assume because you, you stopped gambling that uh, you were on a downturn at the end. Did, did you lose money overall? Did that help factor in the decision, or is it just the there's fact that always, you... For the most part, there's always a downturn. Hearing you talk about uh, your friend a moment ago made me made me say, you don't know the whole story about your friend. Oh, no, he loses. Yeah, I've seen him lose. You know? he, he goes he goes bananas when he... But, he. oh, I mean, that's that's his job. Like He's been doing it for uh, two decades now, and, and he's been able to raise a family, put a roof over his head. I don't yeah. recommend that, Liv, but there are downturns where... He'll lose a significant amount of money for sure. Well, and then at the end of the day, again, it's just kind of the idea that uh, that you can earn something without really having to work. Um, I think we all would like to buy. Oh, absolutely, line. yeah. Uh, but let's let's be real. Again, for for most of us, man, that's just not the reality, not the truth. So I just I want to to remind, like I said, everybody, man, it's just um, think about gambling. Gambling doesn't necessarily work the way the casinos want us to think it works. Uh, and that's just what I wanted to share, Mark. So Real you quick, for, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm 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 very curious. So, in in your recovery in the in the GA community, what like when the Mega Millions gets to like seven hundred million dollars, do you are you tempted? Are you allowed to go buy a ticket for that, or is that considered gambling? And what how does that, that work? Is ab- that is absolutely considered gambling. So any any bet, any wager, um, for for self or others, uh, for skill is considered a bet. And man, I honestly, again, I, I don't. I don't want to do that at this point in my life because I don't want to go back to thinking that way. Um, you know, I don't want to think that I can just just become a millionaire by by doing by sure. picking the right ticket. That's that's not that's not a way to to think. And for me, like I said, keeping my mind away from that is just the best thing I can do. I just caution against it. Uh, you know, have to watch sometimes what I'm listening to on the radio or the TV, and uh, and again, being a sports fan, seeing even more of that kind of encroaching on. You can't even watch ESPN anymore. Oh, it's it's um, omnipresent now. It's, it's all about gambling and sports right now. Um, so that's interesting. So even a two dot like you know when the Mega Billions hits a billion and everyone that's all everyone's talking about. Even even a two dollar you know you go and buy one two dollar ticket you, you can't even do that. I don't want to again um, just because I, I want to keep my mind away from thinking that way. I had to realize that what led me to be where I was was incorrect thinking. What led me to to becoming the addict that I that I became was the fact that I felt like I was somehow going to be able to to strike it rich, and uh, so again, I just I, I I try to stay away from thinking that way. This uh, this segment of Atlanta's Evening News brought to you by the Choctaw Casino in Mississippi. By the way, you can go online and no, I'm kidding. Blake, good recovery. Stay strong, buddy. Thank you, sir. We used to do that. They used to send uh, the the Mark Aram show when I was a weekend show. Mm-hmm to Biloxi or Choctaw, Mississippi, yeah. uh, or Harris in New Orleans for the gambling junket. You start that up again if you I, like. Yeah, post-pandemic. All I to do was sit outside in the blazing sun. Post-pandemic, let's do it. Uh, did you, by the way, Deborah? Uh, in case you missed last night's Mark Arab show, heard 6 to 8 p.m., uh, talked about the renovations at the Dorf House. Any progress on us doing a live broadcast from there? I have to. Well, not everybody's here, so I need to yeah. coordinate with Buddy. And I also need to know what day and time works. I'm, are you guys like down for whatever? Yeah, as long as I know ahead of time. Yeah, I'll do Sunday at three a.m. If it, if it means, I was thinking about it last night though, and this is maybe this is a conversation for off the air. 
if we did a live remote, it's been so long since we've done a live broadcast exactly. somewhere. Who would engineer it? That well, this is the issue. Like, there's not a lot of people around. Yeah, so we're short staffed. I'll, I'll see what I you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, Jay Black? Would you have to bring Jay Black down? I mean, he would do it to get. They're also trying to not expose us to so much. I understand, so, but know, it's some a, things going on. It's two icons. It's the Dorf it House and it's the Mark Aram Show. Still here. <laughs> no, no, I'm bringing you all you the bananas down to the Dorf House. All right, we're going to come back. More of your calls on the possibility of legalized sports betting here in Georgia. And I'm going to give you uh, the list of the best worker incentives on National Employee Day. 404-872-0750. Mark Airman for Eric Erickson on WSB. Show it a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 509, nine minutes after five. This is Atlanta's Evening News with you till six. You can hear the uh, top-rated Mark Aram show broadcast, by the way, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. Tonight, word on the street will be filling in for me. Uh, whole gang's here tonight. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the show, Longoria, or Schlongoria, depending on how close you are to him. He's uh, <laughs> stoic. He's an Eskimo. He's on the other side of the takeout window. Low-T Chuck. Low also known tea. as, what does Eric call you? Charlie? That's so weird. Yeah, my no- Charlie. name. Beefsteak. Beefsteak Charlie. He does not call me Beefsteak. Anyway, he's also uh, Charles Thomas III of the Revenant.com, the Mark Aram Show political advisor. Uh, coming up in 30 minutes, Steve Byrne, a comedian, will join us. I'm going to take on uh, Charles Thomas, Charlie, as you know him, on uh, Guess the Followers. It, it's a fun game. And you got a chance to win a $100 gift card from Visa on that. So stick around. But we're talking about the online gambling proposal. Uh, maybe we're going to get a chance to vote as Georgians, whether we allow online sports betting. What do you think of that? And how are you going to vote if we do get a chance? Rock joins us in Alpharetta. Rock, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's cooking, buddy? Look, I'm, uh, I'm kind of against this... Uh... Uh, gambling thing because I think it's an unfair tax on uh, the lower socioeconomic people. Um, I think that uh, they give, uh, we're, we're going to let make it really easy for people who shouldn't probably be spending money to give it away, and it ends up going to people who are probably wealthier and more uh, skilled at gambling. I would, uh, interesting point. So uh, all the people that I know, and again, I'd like to see the demographics and the breakdown on on who is doing the online sports betting, but the, the 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 dudes that I know and ladies, I know ladies that do it as well. They're all richer than I am. Um, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I think if you if you gamble, and I don't know if that's just from my social circle though. I don't know about the broader uh, statistics, but everyone that that bets on sports that I know is doing just fine. Um, but again, that's just um, you know just my knowledge. I don't. Longoria, in your gambling history, uh, the people that do bet on sports can they can they afford to bet on sports or they cannot afford to bet on um, sports? The, I only knew one one fr- a close friend of mine that that bet on sports. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't living a lavish life when I when I knew him. So I yeah. mean, he was you know just slumming it like the rest of us. So. Okay, I mean, he wasn't poor, but he wasn't living in yeah. you know driving Mercedes that or was, something like that. It, gambling is so ingrained into sports culture. I remember in college. Uh, dudes on the football team would come around with football tickets. Did you do you guys ever anything? You know, think about football tickets. This is before the internet. I'm really old, and they'd come in with these tickets, and these were like uh, uh, Italian dudes from Staten Island, you know, and they had hookups. You know what I mean by hookups mm-hmm. back home, 
and they would send them these gambling cards. And I forgot how they worked. I, I was not smart enough to figure it out. But it's like five bucks. You 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 buy a gambling card, and then you pick the NFL winners, and you tutor, turn it in. And then if you win, you win the pool or something. I never did it, but right. it was like this. It was a full on industry at my college. Like these gambling cards. Uh, Johnny Gambaro would come by uh, and and sell to my roommate five dollar gambling cards like every Saturday. Hey, pick your winners on. And my rhyme roommate never won. <laughs> never. I don't know if anyone won. It might have just been a scam. Sam is in Stockbridge. Sam, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Sam, I am. Uh, what you need to change is the speed limit around Atlanta to forty five miles an hour. There's accidents at at two eighty five and. Uh, uh, When's the last time you drove over 45, Sam? Well, I'm blind, so I hadn't driven. Oh, in 45 well, years. all right. Then don't, yeah. Well, that's a good thing that you don't don't drive uh, that. So you think lowering the speed limit? Nothing to do with online gambling. You're just talking about the bad traffic out there. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a gamble to drive in Atlanta. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it really is. You're rolling the dice every time you get on the perimeter. But. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Bill joins us in Gainesville. Bill, welcome to Atlanta's Evening News with Mark Aram. What is going on, my friend? All right. First of all, I just want to say congratulations to Block A for uh, kicking his gambling addiction. Hey, Amen. That's really good because that, that like any addiction, that's that's a tough one to get to get rid of. Absolutely. So I would hundred uh, percent. I will hundred percent support uh, the gambling online. I gamble uh, weekly with the. Uh, DraftKings, and you're gonna laugh when I tell you this. NASCAR. Oh, I used to kill it in NASCAR, and I know nothing about NASCAR. Did I ever tell you this story, guys? So back no. and, and uh, so back in the day, Captain Herb obviously hosted the NASCAR show on WSB, Alan Vigil Ford 120, and uh, he did a weekly NASCAR pool with him and the Chopper guys, and and they all loved and knew NASCAR, and I knew nothing about it. Um, but all I knew is they all hated Jeff Gordon. So you have to pick. It's like a draft. You pick your drivers. Like, oh, I'll take Bill Elliott. I'll take right, whatever. Right, right, and, and even though Jeff Gordon was the best racer, they hated him so much they would never pick him. So I always got Jeff Gordon, and I won the whole, the whole thing <laughs> because of their hatred for Jeff Gordon. So, yeah, I, Bill, you can make money on NASCAR, especially if, uh, well, Jeff yeah, Gordon's I'm, not even doing I'm, it anymore. I'm but the opposite way, I love Chase Elliott. But I won't pick them because every time that I do, I lose. You jinx it. And yeah, you jinx it. It's like me and craps. I don't. Thing, I don't roll. Another, yeah. <laughs> another thing you can gamble on is WWE. Now that I would never do, even at the height of my gambling, I'm not. <laughs> wow. I am not betting on a fixed fake sport. What? No. You would? I just can't believe you wouldn't. What do you mean fake? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm kidding. Yes. Should um, we play the breaking news sounder for that? One? I, <laughs> That's I, all real, man. I don't. Um, I don't do the DraftKings thing because again, I, I'm I'm pretty much done with sports betting. I haven't done it in 15, 20 years. Like it's done. Uh, and people, I know those DraftKings, the daily fantasy, and like people get swept up in that. I have. I'm. I've, I do fantasy sports. That is my fix. Like Longoria's fantasy football yeah. league. I real. I do fantasy baseball. I love it. And, but it's like $25 for the season, you know? It's, right, right. It's just more, you know, to, like trying to beat your buddies. Um, that That's it. Yeah, but I, yeah, bragging rights. Yeah, DraftKings, FanDuel, all that stuff. Like, that, I could see how that gets addicting, too, for sure. Uh, Pierce up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Pierce. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Excellent. What's cooking? 
Hey, uh, those little uh, football cards you're talking about are called parlay cards. Yes, the parlay card. Yes. Get five out of five. It paid two to one. If you put two dollars down, you made four bucks. You know that kind of thing. Exactly. But if you did like a, if you hit ten out of ten, it paid like a thousand to one. My last bet that I ever made, and this was in nineteen. Uh, 97. Actually, right before I started at WSB Radio, maybe, I was working at my uncle's cigar store, and I was, it was the, uh, the early days of the internet, and there was a sports book in Aruba, and I would bet on that. And I would, I was the, the dumb guy that does the parlays, Pierce, um, where yeah. it was like college basketball, and it was like, I put $10 down, and I pick 10 games, and if I hit them all, I win like $22,000, right? Something crazy <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. And I hit one. And I was like, this is a, like, I'm a genius. I, I, I mean, I was making $8 an hour and I just won 22 grand. And then I was yeah. like, well, I'm going to just keep doing this. Obviously, I am, uh, you know, I'm Rain Man when it comes to picking college <laughs> basketball games. So I would, I would lose, I would lose, but it was only like 10, 20 bucks a pop. So I still had a yeah. nice cushion. And then the last one I did was another like eight or 10 team thing. And I had every game won. I was, you know, nine for nine. And the 10th game was North Carolina and North Carolina State. And the line was like eight and a half. And I had North Carolina give eight and a half. And they won by eight. So by a half point, I lost out on $22,000. So I was beside myself. Like, I was at counting the money. Like, the dude missed a free throw at the end. Would have yeah. given it to me, whatever. <laughs> so I called the long distance to Aruba. And I was like, "Oh no, I had uh, I had North Carolina State. You guys made a mistake." <laughs> I tried, you were trying to. I was trying to, it. and they're like, "No, Aram, we've we've got it here. It's all digital. We we yeah. saw what you what you picked." And I was like, "All right, I'm done." Like I realized it was lightning in a bottle. It'll never happen again. Ken, uh, real quick, Ken, what do you have, buddy? Hey man, I don't have a uh, a dog in the gambling fight. I hate to lose money. It comes too hard. But uh, I wonder. If we legalize gambling across the country, do you think Pete Rose should be reinstated? <sighs> Pete Rose. Hustle, man. I know. He's my favorite player growing up. Mine uh, too, growing yeah. up. Um, I've got geez, a ball can, signed by him. Can I think about that during the break, Ken, and get you an answer when we come back? Yes, sir. All right. I will that. You really got to think that hard? Charlie Edwards. Yes, and because I've been so... Let him in in a second. I've been so against Lady, even though he's my favorite player. Like, there's one rule in baseball. Don't gamble. Don't bet on the games. Like, you literally can do anything else. You can do anything Clearly. else. Clearly. But I'm I'm solely coming to let yeah, Peter Edward man. Charlie Rose get in the Hall of Fame. I'll give you my answer when we come back. And Brittany from uh, all around Atlanta is going to tell us what's popping in the city. Uh, Mark Aaron for Eric Erickson on WSB. 525, 61 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Banana with you till uh, 6 in the p.m. today. I am so out of it. One little tweak, two-hour tweak to my schedule, and I am uh, I'm out of it. Hopefully, I can catch up on my sleep this weekend, but there's a lot of fun stuff going on in town this weekend. Joining us from all around Atlanta, our, uh, our correspondent, Brittany Tannenbaum. Brittany, how are you? Happy Friday, buddy. What's up? What's up? Shabbat Shalom. Happy Friday. Right back TGIF. at you. What's uh, what's cooking in Atlanta, around Atlanta this weekend that interests us? Oh, you know, we got some, some good stuff for everyone to check out this weekend. I think the weather is going to hold out and be nice like it was this week. So you can go and check out the Georgia Beer Day is on Saturday. So they are basically having 50-plus participating Georgia breweries uh, across Georgia 
which is a great way to support local beer brewers. You hearing that? You hearing this, uh, Chuck? Chuck, you hearing this? Georgia Beer Day? Oh, Chuck is down. All right, tell us more. Hey, Chuck. All right, Chuck. Um, so we got Sweetwater, New Realm Brewery, Creature Comforts in Athens, and basically a dollar from every pint glass that they are going to be selling benefits the Georgia Brewers Guild, and that is in support of making some delicious craft beer. So you can sip your brews, Chuck, and also give back uh, in a charitable way. How does what, that sound? What is it? Where you, you broke up a little bit? Where's the dollar go oh, to, Brady? Sorry, the dollar goes to the Georgia Brewers Guild. Oh, and the it Brewers is in Guild. Support okay. Yep, it's in support of basically um, those that make, you know, craft beer for everyone to enjoy and supporting them. You're supporting local. You're getting a little bit of uh, a taste of beer while being charitable. While Chuck's getting hammered on beer day, I've got a sweet tooth. Uh, I guess I'm heading up to Dahlonega this weekend? I guess you are. The Dahlonega is uh, hosting their first annual chocolate crawl. And so local shops like Kilwins um, will basically Ooh. be offering a taste of all different kinds of chocolate. So if you're a fudge guy or gal, cookies guy or gal, pies, and lots of other kinds of chocolates. They'll be giving out samples as you walk through Dahlonega and uh, and check out all the, the local chocolate shops. Maya, if you're listening, we're going to Dahlonega this weekend. Uh, but uh, finally, uh, Longoria's uh, been trapped in his house with his wife and two kids for the whole pandemic. He can finally, oh finally take the kids to Six Flags. Is that right? Absolutely. So Six Flags is opening uh, tomorrow. Boom, Longoria. And, yes. Uh, you guys can go and ride those those coasters, get outside, uh, you know, get some popcorn, cotton candy, some some uh, drinks, and and enjoy that coaster life. I, f- I forgot that there are people that love. I don't know. Are you a, are you a Six Flags guy, Longoria? Yeah. Some people love the yeah. the amusement parks. I'm not really like they must be going crazy a year of not so, being able to ride on a roller coaster. Right. So I um I I loved roller coasters when I was I was a bit of a daredevil when I was little. And as I've gotten older, I just get dizzy. Is that is that anyone else experienced that? I I am uh, not a roller coaster fan. I don't I've I don't think I've ever ridden one in my life, and I will never <laughs> ride. Oh, really? One. You've never ridden one oh, at so all? No, fun. we talked about wow. this on the show. You might have been off. I might have one of your many or not paid attention. Uh, Brittany from all around Atlanta, uh, tell the folks on uh, where on WSB TV we can find this info, buddy. Yes, you can check us out at uh, wsbtv.com slash things to do. And uh, have a great, great, great weekend. Shabbat Shalom. Right back at you. And uh, thanks for joining us, Brittany. Now, normally, now post-pandemic, things are going to happen. We're going to get Brittany on every Friday to make sure everyone knows what's going on around Atlanta. You know it. Uh, have a safe weekend, pal. Thanks, you too. All right. When we come back, Mac and Cumming, comedian Steve Byrne, and more fun stuff. Mark Ehrman for Eric Erickson on WSB. Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way, stole my Jesus fish. He packed in the animals two by two. It's a Camelena Kangaroo Friday, 539. I am not con- the conservative Viking. He is fly fishing in the Chattahooch. This is Mark Aram with you till 6 in the p.m. You can hear my show Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Joining us now on the program, he's uh, an actor, a comedian, a writer, a director, a producer, uh, a true renaissance man, or I thought he was the ultimate renaissance man until uh, last year when I opened a pack of baseball cards and pulled his baseball card. Now, I don't even know what to call you, Steve Byrne. How are you, my friend? Uh, good. Uh, uh, you know, with all those accomplishments, I'm still in the same tax bracket as I was 15 <laughs> years ago, so 
not much has changed for me. But thank you very much, and always a pleasure to be on your show. I got to ask you a question. I'm a, I'm a huge baseball card guy. How did you wind up uh, in the Topps Allen and Ginter set? What an awesome honor that is! Yeah, that was pretty cool. I you know I collected baseball cards as a kid. I never in a million years thought that someone who <laughs> didn't have the coordination to go division three or two or one uh-huh. in college would end up having his own baseball card but they do a series where they have and invite uh, a certain amount of entertainers every year to be part of that series and for some reason or another i i got chosen and it, it was super super cool and i'll never forget the day i even signed the contract with tops i was like this is so awesome like if eight-year-old me could see what i'm doing right now it was one of those surreal moments and to get those cards in the mail and see it and explain to my kids what a baseball card is like what's a baseball card it's like you'll see you'll learn in a few years so it was pretty wild i i was jealous of your career before that now i i can't even tell you how jealous i am steve Byrne on the mark aram show he, uh, by the way steve's at the punchline tonight tomorrow tickets available online at punchline.com so the biggest hit i had out of alan and ginter i swear folks might think i'm, I'm making this up it was a, a, a Steve Byrne relic card. And, and usually with a relic card with a baseball player, there's a piece of their jersey in there or a piece of their bat. With you, it was I don't, was that a piece of your shirt that I got? <laughs> what, what did I get from yeah, this, this actually, Steve Byrne relic? That shirt, so the picture that is used in my uh, baseball card, that was just before I filmed my last special. And that shirt uh, that you got a piece of is the shirt that's in that picture before. So I, the last time I wear that shirt, I filmed the special. And I kept it. I thought, well, this is probably a good shirt to give him. So that's that's the one. That is amazing. I, I truly, uh, you know, you've accomplished a lot of stuff in, in life, but getting on a baseball card makes me more jealous than any of your other successes. So, but yeah, I'm, it was it was pretty sweet. I got to tell you, that that was one of those cool things where you just like, man, comedy got me here. That's pretty wild. It's unbelievable. All right. So, um, speak aside from the baseball card, what's been going on in your world during the the pandemic as far as your comedy career, your your movie producing, TV, what's going on with you? Well, during the pandemic, I had a movie release called The Opening Act about my early years in stand-up comedy and Due to the fact that it was released during a pandemic, you know, I remember when we finished the edit of the film, I, I took my wife out shopping. I got a nice tuxedo. It was very, it was tailored. It was great. It was, you know, something I just was like, I'm going to treat myself. I never had a tuxedo because I want to wear, wear a tuxedo when this film premieres, right? So I got my wife a very nice dress and we got home. And I said, we're going to wear these when the film premieres. And then the film was released on... <laughs> iTunes and Amazon, and we went to our closet. I said, honey, get that dress. I'm going to put the tuxedo. We're going to wear these in the living room tonight when the film premieres. So that's kind of where we were at. And as, as much of a bummer as it was, it was still pretty exciting to see something I wrote and created and directed and it come out and it be like a feature film. So it was, it was pretty wild. It is That is very cool. And, and thankfully, I, um, I guess the pandemic subsided enough that now you're back out touring. Is this the, the your first stop of the tour, or have you been on the road for a while? No, I've been on the road quite a bit. It, you know, it, it's funny because it seems like I've been doing this Red State tour <laughs> for the last few months, but it's basically all the Red States were the kind of first to open, and they get made fun of by, you know, the late-night talk shows or whatever. But thank God they, they were because I was able to go back out and get back in the swing of things and 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 do jokes because nowadays there's such a deep well a vast well of so much subject matter the issue is that over the course of the last few months people have really stayed at home and drawn a line in the sand 
And so when you're tackling one issue that might be considered left and tackle another issue that may be considered right, you're seeing a, I, I wouldn't say a healthy disparity <laughs> in the clubs in terms of taking jokes. I, I, I hope that that will subside at some point. Steve Byrne back on the road. Baseball. Will, will you sign baseball cards after the show tonight? Because if so, I've got about 40 of them I'll bring to the, the club. <laughs> I will sign baseball cards after my shows for sure. Uh, all joking aside, I'm super proud of you, man. Like as a as a baseball guard guy and a lover of comedy, what an honor, what a privilege. I'm so glad you're back in Atlanta, folks. Tickets online, punchline.com. Go see uh, Steve tonight uh, or tomorrow and uh, enjoy the show. Steve, always a pleasure, man. Best of luck. Thank you so much as always. Be well. Take care. Max and coming. Mac, thanks for hanging on, brother. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. So you take take a comic over me see i know where i write but you'll a... never get one of my baseball cards <laughs> i'm so sorry mac i'll send you one of mine i actually have there uh, you go. not I, they're I, not I, real though i want to get one of yours <laughs> that's for sure all right buddy what's uh, going on well i want to chime in on the uh charlie hustle thing oh that's right i was supposed to give uh, my answer is yes i have come come to allow uh charlie pete rose to get in uh, but I'm afraid he—it's not—he's not, not going to get in until after he dies. They're going to do it uh, right after he passes. Right. That's just because you understand the the agreement that he made was an offer that he put up to baseball that if he would that, that if they would stop the trial, stop the hearing that he was in, he would agree to get out of baseball forever. So that was a plea bargain that his attorneys offered baseball. Yeah, and because so he thought he thought he had a, like a a wink and a handshake agreement with the then commissioner. Uh, I think it was Bart Giamatti, um, or was it uh, the one before Bowie him? King. Yeah, uh, Bowie King. that he was going to be able to all right do it, and then we'll we'll let you go. And then the commissioner died. And, and now, well, here's the thing: yeah. he's going to be in the he's going to be in the Hall of Fame longer than he was capped out. Yeah, you're exactly you're exactly right. And and Pete Rose, by the way, is still making money hand over fist. Now, I'm not talking about gambling. He probably is still doing that. But if you go to, uh, I don't know about the pandemic, but before the pandemic, I think it was the Tropicana Hotel in Las Vegas. He'd say he had a booth set up for like eight hours a day. And you could go. You never, you didn't know this, Chuck? All the times that uh, Erickson took you to Vegas? Go by there. He's got a, like a booth set up. 20 bucks for a picture, 50 bucks for an autograph. Like he'll sign And he's just rolling it, rolling in it, rolling in it. Kind of like Longoria. Um, I need two contestants to play Guess the Followers with me and Low T Chuck. A $100 Visa gift card is the gift. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mark Ehrman for Eric Erickson on WSNB. Only uh, two minutes left to play. Uh, Guess the Followers. To play Guess the Followers. It's Low T Chuck versus me. Brad, you are playing with Low T. Ron, you are playing with me. You don't need to do anything but just sit back and listen. This is uh, where we try to guess the number of followers someone has on social media, uh, giving Chuck a chance in this game. It's conservative pundits, Chuck. So Chuck's going to guess a number. I'm going to guess higher or lower. Who's the first pundit? All right. I got some help for Shelly on this okay. one. So your first one is in-house, sort of. It's Neil Bortz. How many followers does Neil Bortz have on Twitter, Low T Chuck? Uh, I'm going to say about... 250,000. Lower. Matt, Mark is correct. Lower. Like 100-something thousand? 196. All right, my turn. All right, we'll stay in-house. That wasn't much. I okay. said 250. No, but we'll stay in-house. We don't we'll, have time to, to We'll squirrel. go with Eric Erickson. Your guess, Mark. On Twitter. Yes, this is all Twitter. 180,000. No. 
Higher. Yes. How much higher, though? 199. Oh, I was pretty dang close. <laughs> okay. really All right, go ahead, Chuck. All we right, don't have time to argue. No, next one up, uh, Sean Hannity. Oh, Ooh. Chuck's boy. Uh, Sean Hannity's maybe got 300,000? Oh, no, way that higher. Millions, uh, millions, five millions. Five million. Yeah, five million. Really? Yeah. Yes. All right, I'm up. Guess the followers on the Mark Arab show. Yes. He says, come <laughs> on, Chuck. <laughs> All right, Charlie, Bill O'Reilly. No, it's my, I have to oh, guess. you're right. Bill O'Reilly, yeah. he went to the same college that I did. Mm-hmm. He had that sexual thing. Uh, 1.7 million. So that is incorrect. Oh, it's got to be... If all, if he, higher. Higher is correct. All Three right. million. Three million. Right. What's the score? We got to get Tied out of here. Up. Two, all two. right. Don't worry, Brad and Ron. You didn't do anything, but you both won a hundred dollar Visa gift card courtesy oh, of Deborah. The CW's <laughs> new show is Superman and Lois. All right, hang on the line, guys. Uh, Chuck can get some info for you. Um, I want a rematch on Chuck. I want a rematch yeah. on Chuck. Uh, star of the show. Uh, how am I doing this? Put these guys on hold already. Um. Eric Erickson, Fly Fishing. He gets started the show. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSP. Don't go to sleep. Word on the Street is next. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.